the FCS college football experience. FCS playoffs preview picks and reaction show on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by Brett rivers. Claim your risk-free bet uh, up to $500 at sports gambling podcast.com slash bet rivers at sports gambling podcast.com slash bet rivers. Also brought to you by game time, game time tickets, make the perfect holiday gift. Download the game time app today. Use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And remember as always folks too. Let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. champion folks. Uh, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, that's fair. My name is Colby swing at database Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but now uh, no, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. I have the FCS playoffs going along. 11 TV setup here at SGPN Studios. Hopefully you're watching youtube.com slash the college experience, but I was watching all these Kakanimi conference championship games that meant nothing. And uh, in the FBS and I had screens on with the FCS playoffs with snow falling in Missoula. And it was just, man, one is a better product than the other. And ironically, it's the one with less money behind it, which you would think it would be the other way around, but money fucks things up as, uh, as Ric Flair will tell you. All right. Uh, look, I am joined. Some say this guy's the Ric Flair of Florida. Well, even though I think I hear Flair move down there. Uh, give it up for. They call him the Gulf Coast Guru. He's always power boating on the Gulf of Mexico. And let me tell you, if he ain't got a cocktail in his hand at all times on the beach, well, damn it, it might be a Capri Sun. All right, because he's out there catching waves. Doing all that crazy shit, battling with sharks. All right, it's fucking Steve Irwin Jr. here. Give it up for Mike Rose, aka the Gulf Coast Guru. How you doing, brother? What is up, man? So yeah, I feel a little bit like I'm like Tim Tebow or maybe one of them BYU <laughs> players on a Mormon mission down here, trying to spread the good word of FCS football because there's a lot of upset Seminole fans down here, and I don't have good answers for them for why the committee would do what they did, but I do have a good answer. Go to FCS football. Cause we got a real playoff and man, it's, it's good. It's good life here watching this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is no perfect answer for that. I appreciated Jordan, Jordan Travis's tweet about maybe I should have <laughs> broke my leg earlier in the year. <laughs> oh, Hope the committee man. feels good about how, how they've yeah. just shit on uh, th- them, but they don't, 
there, that's why there's a committee to quote the great Mike Leach, our dearly departed friend. Uh, Dude, ain't, ain't that the shit of it too? That's what I was thinking about earlier today is, is, you know, we all watch these kids and, and gamble our money on, on essentially kids. They're kids. They're 18 to 22 years old. I, I don't know, 2023. 20, some of these guys are like 27 years old, but uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, this kid snapped his leg in half on the way to a perfect season. And the whole team gets penalized because a, a kid snapped his leg in half. It just sucks, man. What a terrible and, situation. And, I mean, I know we got, I know this is the FCS, but then we give <laughs> Texas a pass for playing seven backup quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Makes no Somebody sense. make it make sense. Someone make <laughs> it make sense. Uh, seven of their 12 games were against backup quarterbacks, but they get the pass. And look, I think Texas oh, yeah. should have been in. I think Alabama's the one that shouldn't have been out, but it is what it is. And uh, it's all a sham. It, don't ever try to make sense of it because it's a fucking joke. But the FCS playoffs, on the other hand, you win divisions, you're in. It's pretty fucking simple. If you didn't win your division and you're bitching, yes, you could have an argument. But guess what? Had you won your division, your conference, that is, I'm sorry, not division, conference, you'd be in the playoffs. So you can't bitch too much. Uh, it's kind of like college basketball. Um, we had it. We had a crazy uh, weekend there, though. Uh, I'm gonna rattle off the the outcomes here. Albany put it on Richmond. That was a a Dundee special and a Gulf Coast special. And boy, did your Penguins get whooped! Oh man! In Philadelphia against the Wildcats. Chattanooga went up seven nothing, and I was like, "There we go!" Because I bet on the mocks, but then Furman scored twenty six unanswered and flushed the toilet on the mocks dreams. Nice win for the Paladins. Uh, Sac State, South Dakota. I locked this one up. The Coyotes got it done against Sac State. Sac State even added a late score to make it a ten point game. It was really a seventeen point win. I ate a big old bag of shit on Mercer plus the points because I thought they could at least score one touchdown. No, they lose 41 nothing. Had they scored one touchdown, I would have covered. Uh South Dakota State gets it done. Uh and then the game of the well, there's two really amazing games. North Dakota State, Montana State. I mean, in my opinion, this was the best game of the day. And I gotta be honest, I have no idea how North Dakota State won this game because I watched every snap of this. And there was barely I don't think they had the lead until overtime. If memory serves me correct. They might have I don't think so. I think I think I'm looking at the uh so it was seven nothing. Then it was uh seven seven so fourteen fourteen at the half. Then uh, at the end of the third, it was uh 28, 21. They never had the lead and in an overtime. They score first. They get the lead 35, 20, uh, 28. And then Montana state scores, but the extra point gets blocked by North Dakota state. And somehow some way the magical bison are Roman this the FCS playoffs here. What a fucking what a game! What'd you make of this one, man? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> my prediction for North Dakota State in these playoffs was Cam Miller was going to hold him back a little bit, and I mean, he goes out there, it goes five to thirteen, 
for 60 some yards and a touchdown. So I'm like, and they, they still pull it off and you watch North Dakota state and they're rolling along. And it's just kind of like uh, how Bama this year in FBS, like everybody counting them out. Now they make it into the playoffs and it's anybody's game. And I feel like it's the same deal for North Dakota state. They're here. They're a blue blood. Uh, it's dangerous. Any, any team playing them got to watch out. You can't rule them out. Yeah. What an outstanding game. Montana in the dense snow. It was fantastic. My favorite game, my favorite game to watch just because of the snow. But I mean, Montana, my both Montana games were just fucking phenomenal. Montana drills Delaware 49 to 19. And then in a one, I mean, I hit with the points, but damn it, I should have hit on the money line because Southern Illinois, another one that was up the entire game and had a chance. I mean, Idaho rallied. To uh, to to tie this thing up, but Southern Illinois then drives down the field, spot for a field goal game. Went at field goal, no, it was short in the Kibby Dome, and uh, then it went to overtime in Idaho. And Jason Eck, Eek, whatever, uh, <laughs> got a dub. Idaho survives the Kibby Dome, twenty to seventeen against the Salukis. That one hurt. I wanted the Salukis to win, and then we had the SWAC championship where. <laughs> For a long time, it looked like we were going to cover this, but now Florida A and M thirty-five Prairie View fourteen, a twenty-point win as the Rattlers cover and head to the Celebration Bowl to take on Howard. Uh, out of all of those games, I know I didn't ask you about each and every one of them, but which ones were you most surprised with? Uh, definitely off off the rip, Delaware just getting absolutely waxed. I mean, I know. You know, maybe the snow hampered their style of game a little bit as compared to the Grizz, but uh, such a proud program with obvious, you know, FBS aspirations now. And uh, they go out there and just completely lay and get waxed by 30. I did not see that one coming. Uh, you know, not super surprised about Mercer. I think Chattanooga and Furman really surprised me too because I expected that to be a better game. But uh, I'm happy to see the Purple Paladins uh, kind of go out there and lay it to somebody. Their team, I've been kind of doubting and kind of worried about all season. And, and now they showed up in the second round. So I, I like to see that. And I, I was a little bit surprised to see the blowout there. Yeah. Yeah. So now it sets up just an awesome. I mean, I guess the only difference is I would have liked to, I don't know. I'm on the fence on North Dakota state, and Montana state, who, I don't know, who, who would I have liked to see in advance? Uh, either way. It's. I mean, I guess that one of the Salukis. I thought the Salukis were better than Idaho, and Idaho stole that one. But hey, what we're gonna miss too is the Salukis. They force those those ugly games, kind of like an Iowa does this year. And, and I'm gonna miss seeing that in these playoffs because they force some some ugly defensive struggles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now it sets up. If you're following the bracket, obviously we have the Celebration Bowl, which we'll get to when that comes. Uh, you're following the bracket Friday night. We get Furman, Montana in Missoula. I just want to do a weather check. Give me more snow. <laughs> Missoula weather. Damn it. I think it's going to snow on Saturday. So Friday is just a high of 37, though. It's going to be a little tough for those boys from Greenville, South Carolina, up there in Missoula. Uh, so that game, and we'll get to, to capping these games in a second here, but we would kind of think Montana should be able to take care of business there just based off of that weather. Uh, and then the winner of that. So then Saturday morning we get Nova Villanova 
heading to Brookings, South Dakota to take on the Jackrabbits. Ah, uh, that that game's intriguing, and then that's gonna go into North Dakota State at South Dakota in Vermilion, and then uh, that game, and then later in the night we will get Albany, the Great Danes, heading to Moscow. So, setting up for potentially, if if it were to go chalk, we would have Idaho taking on South Dakota State next week. And we would have South Dakota, even though, and as I'll get to in a minute, NDSU is a favorite taking on Montana and Missoula. I mean, it's just, it's just fantastic the, down the stretch. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, let me ask you something here. What would be the trickier game? The top two seeds were South Dakota state and Montana. If Montana plays South Dakota, and South Dakota State plays Idaho or Albany. What would be the like? I guess this is this is probably a better way to phrase it. What would be the harder opponent for Montana, and what would be the harder opponent for South Dakota State if they win this uh, upcoming weekend? I think uh, I think Albany would be the tougher opponent for South Dakota State. I think. Uh, Big Papa Pop, we've been talking about him all year. He's that kind of electric player that can uh, show up in big moments like that and something maybe South Dakota State hasn't really seen a ton of all year. So I think uh, Albany, especially with the defense they've been playing, I think that would be a really intriguing matchup for South Dakota State. As far as Montana, uh, I I think you're going to be looking at a North Dakota State versus Montana. Um, I guess that is probably the more intriguing matchup, you know, just the way both yeah. those teams are built. Two blue so, bloods <laughs> yeah. going at it in Missoula. Love it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, this is just a fantastic playoff. Um, a couple things before we uh, we're gonna go handicap all these things, but want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers is available in over 14 states plus Ontario, Canada, and Bet Rivers has some of the best live betting markets in the space. Uh, their betting menu is second to none, including a ton of props. Uh, so what are you doing, folks? Sign up with our link to get a risk-free bet up to five hundred dollars. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/betrivers and sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/betrivers. Problem with gambling? Call one hundred Gambler. All right, we are back on the FCS College Football Experience, and by the way, I saw right now. Uh, Bob Chesney, Holy Cross head coach, interviewing for James Madison's open Ooh. position. Something to keep in mind. There has been some co- some coaching things too. Scotty Walden from Austin P just took the UTEP job. So I right. stuck with Austin P. <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have an open vacancy there in in, in uh, Tennessee. There, uh, we have. Essentially, I'm curious to see uh, what they'll do. So they had an interim head coach at at Columbia. The new head coach is Mark Pope. That was announced, a former Columbia assistant that went ten and two as Union's head coach in 2023. Uh, we also have a situation. I think we're going to see if Cornell. They fired uh, David Archer. We'll see who uh, they will end up going with. Uh, Trey Lamb was hired at East Tennessee State. We touched on this uh, last week. Comes over from Gardner Webb. Did a great job there. Uh, also, fucking Dartmouth. Um, 
went with they they hired their interim head coach who'd done such a good such a good job. There's Sammy McCorkle. Now Gardner Webb needs to hire. It's going to be interesting to see who they end up end up going with. Um, also, Grambling State fired Hugh Jackson. We talked on this last episode. We'll see who they end up going with, and then longtime head coach Jim Parity over at Marist, the longest tenured FCS coach retired. So we're going to have to keep an eye and see what the Marist red foxes do. Also uh, Moorhead state. They axed Rob tenure and also Northern Arizona went out and hired Brian Wright coming over from Pittsburgh state as Chris ball was relieved of his duties and buddy Pew obviously stepped down. So we're going to see what South Carolina state does. Uh, Northwestern state, Brad Laird didn't cut it. Now it is Blaine McCorkle coming in. Stony Brook fired Chuck Pryor. So we'll see where they turn Southern. Obviously we're waiting for them as well. Uh, Texas Southern as, as fired Clarence McKinney. That was back in November. So we're waiting on that too. And how about I, I can tell you this Tennessee tech fired Dwayne Alexander and they hired Bobby Wilder, who I thought was a, that is a home run hire to me. Bobby Wilder. If you don't remember folks at old dominion was 77 and 56 had a 10 win season at ODU. I didn't think he should have ever been fired at ODU. They announced he was retiring. I think he was kind of forced the door. I think Tennessee tech hit a grand slam by hiring Bobby Wilder. Uh, also, Paul Peterson was fired at Dixie State, aka Utah Tech. I think you were on top of that one. Dan Hawkins retired at UC Davis. Uh, they just uh, named Tim Plow head coach. This is a guy that uh, used to play uh, or used to coach at UC Davis and play at UC Davis. Former Boise State offensive coordinator as well. Uh, that's a nice hire, I think. He knows the pedigree there. And then Western Illinois fired Myers Hendrickson after going Owen 22 in his past two seasons. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Any of those, sta- I mean, to me, the ones that stand out now, we'll see, we're going to break it to you all, all off season. We're going to be talking to FCS football folks, but I think UC Davis did a good job staying with the, someone that's familiar with the program with Tim plow. Uh, I thought Tennessee tech and East Tennessee state, the state of Tennessee, really East Tennessee state bringing in lamb and Tennessee tech bringing in Bobby Wilder, I think are great hires within the state. I know Austin P they we'll see what Austin P does too. That could be another ten, great Tennessee hire. What, what'd you make of any of those that, that any of those stand up? Yeah, I, I agree with the ones you said actually. And, and I want to tackle on something that I saw actually, I didn't dig into it too deeply, but I saw McNair's name being tossed around for the Texas Southern game. And I was kind of interested, you know, in that move, how that would really make sense for him. So I don't know. That was a really weird one I saw. And th- this, this jumped off. I, I didn't, uh, I don't know if you saw this, this isn't coaching. I'm switching gears a little bit, but uh, Brosmer, Max Brosmer. Uh, yes. Yeah, jumping I saw up that. To Minnesota. <laughs> so, so uh, New Hampshire wildcat quarterback, Max Brosmer mm-hmm. transferring to Minnesota. I also saw Campbell starting quarterback, Haj Malik Williams mm-hmm. in the portal. Uh, that those are some pretty big. I mean, I think that we're going to see it's just starting today. I feel like you're going to see a shit ton of players at the portal, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean that's pretty substantial. And moving forward in the CAA, you got to worry about New Hampshire now. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I it, well, each week we're gonna try to hit you with the with the most current FCS news out there. Uh, you think uh, on, on the coaching on the coaching stance? Do you think uh, Mr. Willie Simmons is gonna gonna find himself in the FBS? I think he should, but you're running out of gigs right now. I'm thinking what Tulane yeah. is available right now because Fritz just left for Houston. That was the first team that jumped into my brain for him. I could see him killing it there. Um, who else is available right now? Because Nevada, I think Nevada is available, but I think they're closing in on somebody. Uh, I think it might be Rolovich, or there's a couple names they've tossed around. Ooh. Rolovich should be back in college football, but uh, that'd be great. I wait. So what is because ULM hired Brian Vincent, the former UABOC. I'm trying to think what else is available. James Madison is out there right now. James Madison, Tulane. Uh, well, we got like what New Mexico still open, aren't they? Yeah, well, yeah, and that, that's one. Keep an eye out on Bronco Mendenhall. He has some coaching uh-huh. experience there. Um, but uh, or Dino Babers, I think Dino Babers might have played at New Mexico. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think those would be the open ones right now. Uh, San Diego State hired Shad Lewis. I think that's, I think that's everyone, but uh, yeah, it'll be fascinating to watch and see, but I think Willie Simmons is, is worthy of that. But uh, mm-hmm. I wonder if not, would a, would a bigger FCS program take a shot, but maybe, I don't know. I mean, uh, or do you wait another year? Do you wait another year, you know, and maybe get something? I, I think, I think you play the hot hand, man. After this season, you, you'd see how fast those, uh, those paychecks and those jobs could stop being offered. You know, it only takes one season, but so. I just wonder would Tulane, you know, Tulane. I mean, there are a lot of good coaches out there. I actually mm-hmm. think there's not, there's, you know, a lot of good coaches that, I mean, Tulane, you know, who they could bring in is rich Rodriguez. He was their offensive mm-hmm. coordinator when they went undefeated in 98. So that one makes a lot of sense. And then you would have Jacksonville state open up and would, would Simmons jump there? I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's going to be fascinating to watch folks. Uh, we'll have you covered with all of that action moving forward. Um, fuck it. Let's get to, let's get to, uh, let's get to picking games because slate is absolutely fantastic. Like I said, Friday night football Furman is heading to Missoula. Uh, I mean, this game's awesome. ESPN two covering this game. Uh, I am currently seeing this line. And once again, these lines move all the fuck around. So this is Monday. If this come, if this moves a lot, don't hold that against us right now. I'm seeing 13 and a half in Montana's favor. It's a big number. I think I'll take the points, especially knowing there's no snow, but I will say 37 to a high of 37. That's fucking cold. It's fucking cold if you're used to, you know, basically like Atlanta weather. Um, I I can't. I, I'll, I think they could cover it though. I think they could cover. It. I think that defense is good enough where they can cover it. I'll take Furman plus the thirteen and a half. What are you doing here, Golf Coast Guru? Man, I gotta say, once you factor in travel and then the weather, I mean, that's a far trip. They're out of their element. I think I gotta go the Grizz here. I mean, you know, to steal a line from uh, the Great League Corso. As long as they didn't shoot their wad, <laughs> I think uh, the Grizz. You know, after that blowout, they're gonna keep the momentum going, and and I think they blow out for a minute. I think this is a 
a tough travel and a tough environment for Furman to go to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see both things happening, but I feel like Furman's quality team, they can cover 13 and a half. Let's go. Uh, look, before we get to Saturday's action, I want to tell you folks out there that the FCS college football experience is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Look, underdog fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. They got NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, which I do every night and college football. Simply pick higher or lower in your favorite players, fantasy stats and cash the fuck in people. All right. So watch along, make picks, maybe make a little extra cash over at underdogs, mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code TCE SGPN, uh, we'll double your first deposit to a hundred dollars. And if you're listening to this, if you do sign up with TCE SGPN, which like I said, I highly recommend this because you can just find props that you don't normally see elsewhere for college basketball, college football. Uh, but if you do that, take a screenshot tag or DM me on, on social media, Twitter at the Colby D or at TCE on SGPN. Just get it to me. Uh, we're going to basically, we're basically going to give you a, a college football experience sweatshirt. All right. We're going to rig it. We're going to say it's a raffle. It's going to scream David Stern. And it's kind of like the college football playoff committee. All right. And we're going to rig it. So you'll win. All right. Do that. Uh, underdog fantasy promo code TCE SGPN. We're also brought to you by game time. Buying tickets to your favorite event. Shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals and last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at that very event. So snag the tickets without the stress people with game time and game time. Tickets are the perfect holiday gift. Uh, download the game time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase terms apply. Once again, create that account, redeeming code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. We are back. Shout out to the chat rocket along. You can watch this youtube.com slash the college experience uh, Saturday slate. Fantastic Villanova. Heading to Brookings, South Dakota. I need to do a weather check on this game too. Uh, where am I out here? Uh, I mean, 30, thirty-three degrees and cloudy. That's just fantastic. We got football weather. Oh, that's why it's so much better than the FBS. Um, uh, this line, uh, big number, big number. South Dakota State laying nineteen and a half points. I'm going to die on this hill. Give me the points. (laughs) Died on this hill. I thought Mercer could cover it. I tell you this Villanova is used to cold weather. They're going to be able to go there. They said the Jackrabbits will win, but Wildcats cover. Let's go. Uh, What are you doing here, man? Man, I, I want to jump on with it, and I, I think I'm going to, but I'm looking up, you know, they, they played another playoff team. They played Albany, and they lost by uh, 21 when Villanova played Albany, which is a little worrying. And then what? Their other other loss was UCF, so that's FBS, Power 5. That doesn't count, really. So you got one other playoff team that they really played there, and then they kind of got shelled by them. But I'm going to trust the Wildcats, man. Somebody's got to give South Dakota State a game at some point, and Villanova's been playing tough football all year. They just waxed my Penguins, 
So uh, let's let's go. I got to root for him now. So let's let's go. Let's go, Wildcats. Let's fucking go. Uh, and that bleeds right into the North Dakota State South Dakota game. Fantastic stuff going on at the filthy, filthy Dakota Dome in Vermilion, South Carolina. They played earlier this year. South Carolina won twenty-four to nineteen. This game's on ABC. And by the way, if I didn't tell you with the Villanova South Dakota State game, that game is on ESPN. And they played in twenty-one, where South Dakota State won by fourteen. Uh, but yeah, North Dakota State at South Dakota. Hard to beat a team twice in the same season. They won by five last time. Can they do it again? I mean, really, South Dakota might be the most underrated team in the nation when you consider one of their losses was to uh, Missouri, the other was to a ten and two SEC team, and then the other was to South Dakota State. Aiden Bowman's been playing fantastic. Uh, Carter Bell, I I think I understand North Dakota State is North Dakota State. But I think the Coyotes put them in their place. So when I see that line of North Dakota State laying three and a half, give me the Coyotes to howl their way home. Let's go. What are you doing here? You, you, you go going with it or you locking it? What, what are you, are you lock get, it? I'll, I'll get to a lock dog and tease portion. Hang on. Okay. Hang on. Right. I'll get to that. But what are you doing here? All right. Well, yeah, uh, this one, I, I really want to go with South Dakota. They're kind of a team. I, I was on in the preseason. I thought they were going to be pretty decent. I didn't see them being this good. I won't give myself that much credit, but I thought they were going to be all right. Uh, but here we are. We're in the playoffs. North Dakota state lost to both South Dakota and North Dakota this year. I can't see them dropping a third game of that kind of style uh, where they should be the much stronger opponent. I think the three and a half feels like bait towards the coyotes trying to get you to bet on South Dakota. I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I'm going to take North Dakota state in this game to get it done. Fuck with the bison. You get the horn saying <laughs> Gulf coast guru folks. I understand that. And and they're hot. They're hot right now. Mm-hmm. They're playing good ball. They, I feel like they're playing a lot better than they were a month ago. Um, and then you got the nightcap and this one's on ESPN plus. I don't know how this one is the one game that's not on national TV failure, but uh, you got the great Danes of Albany heading to the Kibbe dome. Uh, I see Idaho laying four and a half. Fuck out of here. Reese Poffenberger and Albany are coming into that Kibbe dome and beaten, beaten down those vandals. What are you doing here? Yeah, man, you're going to put big pop up off in a dome. Come on. This is money. Uh, fuck the four and a half. Yeah. Just give me Albany's winning this game. Let's go pop up off. We're going to the next round. Let's do it. Yeah. So hold on. Let's, let's lock dog and tease this thing up right now to me out of the four games, the lock. I think we agree to me. The lock is the Albany great Danes. I also think that is your dog, but since I don't want to give away both because I will say Albany is my dog. My lock is going to be, I mean, I really think it's Albany is the play, but if I had to go elsewhere, I'm going to say Nova in the points. I'm going to say <laughs> Nova in the point because the Furman Montana one, I feel like if it was at Furman, I would feel great about them covering, but I just don't know that those boys from the South have ever felt Cause think about all their recruits. 
I guarantee you, if we took at a look at Furman's recruits, they're from Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, maybe a few in North Carolina, maybe a few in Tennessee, maybe a few in Alabama, but they have never been anywhere close to the amount of cold that will be happening in Missoula. So I just can't trust that all the way. Now I do think Furman's going to cover. I know you're on Montana, but, and I, I can see your case because it's cold as fuck. That place will be lit and Montana looks really fucking good right now. Uh, the other one is the North Dakota state, South Dakota game. I think it's hard to beat a team twice. So I, I'm taking South Dakota. Cause I think they're the better team all year, but I understand the logic of you're going to be able to, you know, focus on, on why you got beat the first time you're going to have the motivational side because you, you know, they're the higher seed you're on the road. You're in a way game. So the, I really think Albany is your best play for lock and dog. If I have to go anywhere, I think Nova can keep it closer. I think Nova is the best team that they've played the most complete because we know Mercer had all had been offensively challenged really all year. Nova's the most complete team. Now I will say, I think Mercer's defense probably better than Villanova's so concerning there, but uh, yeah, if I had to do that, if we're doing teases, I think uh, cause uh, hopefully you'll be able to tease these. I think the play would be bring Albany up to 10 and a half. I don't see you losing that at all. Even if all, but you know, how many loses, you, you, you sh- I think it's going to be a one score game uh, if they lose. And uh, then I think probably what you would want to do stay away from that North Dakota state, South Dakota game. I think you want to go firming up to, uh, you know, 19 and a half. And maybe in your case, Mike, you know, down to down to uh, what's what would that be? Seven and a half. Uh, and then I know that's still a tricky number, but, and then bring up Nova to uh, 25 and a half. Still a little dicey, but I feel like you're good. I feel like the tease is probably the safest thing besides Albany money line. What is your lock dog tease, man? All right. So my lock, it, it, it would be Albany, but I'll, I'll switch it up uh, just because you took that one. So I'm going to, I'm going to put my lock as North Dakota state, the bison. I think the blue bloods come out, they show up. I think Cam Miller actually has a decent game. And uh, I think they put little uh, kind of little brother adjacent that back in their place. I, I think, you know, you said it's really hard to beat a team twice. Uh, the Bison obviously probably actually have the more talented roster here. I feel like the three and a half bait. So I'm going to lock up North Dakota State. My dog is going to be Albany. Uh, I just think they're going to win, and I'm not going against my boy uh, Reese Poffenberger now. There's no way. I think it's a shootout in the dome, and I think that bodes well for Albany, who has the better defense. They actually play defense there, and I trust that team. So uh, give me Albany as my dog, my tease. Every time I do a tease, I got Ryan Kramer in my head. Mocking you about key numbers. It's all I could think about. Yeah, always. Yeah, you passed some good key numbers there. I think that every time I'm doing a teaser. But uh yeah, give me Montana the Grizz. I'm gonna tease them down. Yeah, it'd be seven and a half. Uh mm, let's do Albany to ten and a half. Like you said, I don't see how you miss on that one. And I am gonna tease up Villanova. Um what's the points on that? It'd be 25 and a half. I feel like that's gotta be too many points for the Wildcats that gotta cover that. So let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like, uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, teasing, I know we're on different games there, so, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for uh, just to be able to sit back and watch all these. I want to key it on this too, and I know we did no prep on this, but folks, you also have the D two and D three and NAIA playoffs going on. Final four in the D 
two level Harding, the two seed taking on the three seed of Lenore Ryan. And then on the other side, the one seed Colorado school of mines, the ore diggers taking on cuts down. That's Andre Reed, the former Buffalo bulls, alma mater, alma mater. Uh, the overall one seed in the entire field was Benedict who got upset by four seed Lenore Ryan, 35, 25 uh, right now. So Harding at Lenore Ryan Saturday, 9 AM. And then at noon 30 Pacific time, of course, uh, Colorado school of mines cuts down any, any, like uh, we don't have lines or anything, but who would you, who are you rooting for? You're rooting for the ore diggers. You're rooting for Tanya Harding, uh, Lenore Ryan cuts down. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to obviously be rooting for uh, Lenore Ryan. Cause if you're going to take out the overall one seed, yeah, I'm going to pull for you. Let's go keep that Cinderella uh, story going. But the only team I've heard out of in this group or that I've heard of is uh Colorado school of mines, yeah. the, the freaking ore diggers. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to get down with that. Let's go. They win it all. <laughs> oh man. And then D three D three going on Saturday afternoon, noon 30 North central out of Illinois. They played uh, in the championship game a year ago. They are taking on Wartburg and uh, on the other side of the bracket, you got Cortland taking on Randolph Macon after uh, after Randolph Macon. Uh, knocked off John Hopkins, 39, 26. Uh, that's the final four there. Uh, by the way, the Cortland Randolph making game is at 9 a.m. Uh, pa- Pacific time. Uh, any lean uh, North central back to the land, any chance of taking Cortland or Wartburg or uh, Randolph making I've actually heard of, but, uh, and, and Wartburg, I think, I don't, I don't think I've heard of Cortland before, but uh, not Portland folks, Cortland. Uh, <laughs> A- any lean here? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's hard it's hard to not take a hyphenated name like Randolph Macon, <laughs> especially after they knock off old uh, Johnny Hopkins, bunch of idiots over there, right? Don't want to take them down, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to pull for Wartburg because that's obviously the most intimidating name in the bunch. Let's go Wartburg. <laughs> and then uh, we also have I'm trying to to quickly figure this out. The NAI website not the greatest on on hooking us up with the matchups. Um, I believe we're going to have Northern Iowa uh, hosting College of Idaho, who are ten and two. What's up with Idaho in football? And then Kaiser Soze Permanente, Kaiser University in Florida, take it on Georgetown, Kentucky, not the Hoyas, Georgetown, Kentucky, uh, with a trip to the Final Four going here. So. I don't know. I feel like this could be uh I don't know. Do you have any any leans here? As long as it's not Kaiser University. When I first moved down here to Florida, that was my first job interview. <laughs> was supposed to be a uh a uh what was administration's consultant. Like, oh, I'm thinking like, oh, that's cool. Help uh, young kids find where they want to go to college for. No, did a little digging into it. They're like a scam college and they just wanted you to like cold call people <laughs> and try to make sales. Like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that, man. So uh, as long as Kaiser Permanente loses there, I'm out on them. I forget all the other teams you said, but I'm just going against Kaiser. <laughs> oh man, folks, you got football. And I, I'm going to ask you this before you get out of here. Cause you're not on my Wednesday college football show. You were once in the service in the army, correct? Uh, correct. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to the Gulf coast guru for that. And, Much and army Navy play this weekend. So mm. uh, curious, 
me see if I, the under I know is hilarious. Let me see if I can find this again. 27 and a half is the over under. This game's under on CBS. They're both five and six. The winner is bowling. Uh, I mean, Army Lay in two and a half. This game is, where's this one at this year? J- uh, Foxborough in, in uh, Massachusetts. I lean army here minus two and a half and I'm not doing that for a sympathy play. So I, I, do I even need to ask you, or is this just, what are you thinking here? So here's the thing, man, is I, I, I got army under six. <laughs> so I'm sitting here and this game is, is you know, now we're, we're playing the friggin' midship in the season. under six wins folks. He's got under <laughs> six wins. So he needs, <laughs> he needs to go against his boys and go Navy midshipmen. Sink your battleship. <laughs> no, no, I'm taking army, man. I can't, I can't pick, I can't just pick gotta, dude, <laughs> just, you just gotta go super heavy. You gotta go super just, heavy on this game to count to, to, and, and look, if you lose, you lose, but you know, you lose both, but yeah, that's army was, all day. I was watching Ohio state and Michigan with some friends and I'm running around cheering like hell when Michigan beat Ohio state. And they're like, what the hell? Didn't you have like a few hundred on Ohio state? I'm like, yeah, but fuck them, man. I don't care. It's not about the money. I just love when they lose. So we'll go the same route here. Uh, go army black Knights, take down the midshipmen. I'll, I'll, I'll take the loss on the under. I, I hit my, so I'm good. Spoken <laughs> like a true army man right there, folks. We are the FCS college football experience. I cannot wait to watch these games this weekend. Uh, I'll be there Saturday morning, breaking down games, uh, pregame show at uh, 9 a.m. Paci- I'm sorry, 8 a.m. Pacific, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern. And uh, we will, if any line movement, which I, you know, it's the FCS, the line movement is always fucking insane. So I'm expecting there to be a lot of line movement and, uh, and yeah, let's go folks. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Uh, Golf Coast Guru, aka Mike Rose, is on Twitter right here. If you're watching YouTube.com/slash The College Experience at GCG underscore wins, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Folks, check out all of our other stuff. Like I said, YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. We're just getting started, and uh, yeah, I host the FBS College Football Experience. Bowl games are out. College football Invitational is is set up. We got you covered there. Uh, the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience. I'm going live in 23 minutes talking college hoops, folks. So check us out every night talking college hoops, and then uh, check out the college baseball experiences that goes into full swing in February, and also the Big 12 experiences year round with Moneyline Mac talking Big 12. Uh, and don't forget about the other stuff: sports gambling podcast, the Bottom Line Bombs, all that good stuff. Check out both those podcasts. Sports gambling podcasts are live from. Las Vegas at on on Veasan Network there Brett Musburger's network every single Friday so check it out folks until next time this is the FCS College Football Experience you better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run.